Time for Equality is an organization based in Luxembourg that acts for the promotion of equality, inclusion and social justice here in Luxembourg. Right now I'm joined by Rosa Brignone, founder of Time for Equality, who's here to talk to me about what they do as an organization and about a screening of a new film, Exit, which tells the story of women who've been victims of human trafficking that Time for Equality are screening in collaboration with Rotonde, right here in Rotonde Theatre tomorrow evening. Good morning, Rosa. Good morning. Thank you for... Um Having me here so, thank today. You. Thank you for coming in. You're very welcome on the show. Could you tell us more about uh, Time for Equality and the work that you do here in Luxembourg? Uh, yes, sure. So Time for Equality is um, a small organization um, founded in 2013, but really uh, registered in Luxembourg in 2014. It started as a platform, a civil society platform, and um, later on developed uh, here in Luxembourg with uh, um, events uh, and activities here. But at the beginning, it was more internationally and virtual, let's say, platform for exchange. So it's, um, as I said, it's a small organization, but independent from public funding. And uh, since the pandemic, actually, <laughs> this has um, become a really bit a challenge for us because our... Um, funds come also from organizing events, activities, and during the pandemic, we had to stop nearly all activities. So, but we rely on a very um, great group of motivated people, volunteers. So we share commitment, passion, and expertise. And um, our way of working is in collaboration, creating network, allies with others. So we Um, we share with others, um, uh, let's say, um, with associations, other associations in active in the fields where they are most, uh, you know, where they have the expertise. Mm -hmm. um, And what kind of events do you Yes, yeah, so our, uh, well, as you say, we focus on reducing inequalities, especially promoting gender equality, uh, Fighting all kind, eliminating all kind of gender-based violence, gender-based violence, and trafficking has been one of our focus areas. Areas, and we, our work is mostly awareness raising and information, because we believe that the first step to change for change and for taking action is to become aware. So this is a big part of our um, activities. Mm -hmm. At the same time, we also believe that not only each one of us has a role, can take initiatives to change, but we need also political will and change at a you know, higher level. So an important part of our work is also advocacy on certain areas and in collaboration, as I said before, with other organizations to try to, you know, to, to push for change also at policy level and at political level. You mentioned that a lot of your work is uh, around raising awareness um, through the events that you hold. What kind of events do you do you do you hold in Luxembourg? Uh, yes, so we have this uh, fantastic program with the Rotonde since five years. It's a cycle of events, three, four events per year, uh, called Expressions of Humanity, which really resumes a little bit the you know our approach and our aims and objectives. Um, We want to use the power of human stories and of arts to raise awareness of social and human rights issues 
of our times. Because we believe, okay, there are a lot of reports, statistics, documentation going on, but sometimes it's really important to get the connection, the human connection that makes you think about the problem. So we believe that through arts, through films, documentaries especially, but also photo reportage, books, we achieve this human connection with the with important topics. And also part of this is to have a, a dialogue, a, a discussion with other associations active in Luxembourg on these topics so as to relate the topic that is shown on the screen. For instance, the film that you are showing tomorrow, it's a film based in Spain, telling the stories of women coming from Argentina, from Brazil and from Nigeria um, who were trafficked. But then Okay, the film, normally, I mean, people are uh, very moved by the documentaries we show because the, the topics we deal with, they are quite tough. Mm-hmm. And people sometimes di- di- discover this in this way or discover it in another, you know, in a more direct way. They see the people behind labels as trafficking or modern slavery. Um, what is also important is to have a dialogue, a discussion with people here in Luxembourg to make the connection because sometimes you think, okay, this happens far away. Now we see that it's also related to what happens here because we are all interconnected and especially uh, when we deal with human trafficking, it's a global uh, phenomenon happening everywhere in the world and, we are, and it's, uh, you know, interconnected. You know, these people move and come here also to Luxembourg, even if we don't see them. And uh, so it's an illusion to think that we are an island. We are all involved. So this is a very important part. So either with, um, during the event, we have this exchange or later on, for instance, last year, no, two years ago, sorry, we had a very impressive, let's say, mm-hmm. photo uh, um, exhibition in the open air here on femicide, which was about uh, family members of victims of femicide. And the, um, the photographer, she worked on this for three years. She really met with these people. She established a connection. And the photos, they're really talking. So we don't see violence in this photo. We see the laugh of the people left behind. And the um, so after the, the presentation and the opening of the exhibition, we had a, a series of uh, uh, guided uh, visits, guided uh, by um, representative association here in Luxembourg, for instance, from Passerelle, they to develop specific, you know, uh, to focus on specific aspects. Eh? For instance, what happens to uh, migrants eh? who are even less protected, you know, or um, um, also from Fincape who gave their own reading. So to have, you know, to relate this to the civil society here in Luxembourg. So we say to develop. And there is a red thread in on our events. If you... If you see all the program, we see that we focus mostly on these uh, um, aspects, uh, the intersection of human rights, uh, the, the right to, you know, 
to uh, to a life in dignity and migration the intersection that this makes people or you know all other conditions that make people more vulnerable to violence or to exploitation so we focused a lot on uh, minor migrants for instance with films which were very impressive and this one is a tough watch but really necessary so the film is um, being Exit. screened tomorrow at, at Rotonde it tells the story of uh, women that have been victims of human trafficking um, perhaps you could just uh, give us an introduction to the stories of these women um, who, who, who are they well first of all they are survivors mm. they were victims but the, the women who tells this story they are survivors they managed to you know to get out of this um, trafficking even if it had an enormous impact on them and their family on their lives something that you never you know get rid of but um, they are survivors they want to tell their story so as other people don't you know you know to fall in the same uh, so they're really brave so victims it's you know mm. um, puts the accent on the vulnerability whereas they are agents let's say and uh, as you can imagine it has been I think, I don't know if Alison will speak more about mm -hmm. this, uh, the, the filmmaker, tomorrow, but maybe also um, here in the, she, mm, yep. later on. <laughs> uh, but I say uh, she met this woman because she's been very active in, uh, in refuge, etc. And uh, there was step there, she followed them over three years. So there was a, a connection, you know, establishing. And they decided how to speak, when to speak. And part of the film, uh, we, we have artworks uh, because the memories of uh, victim of, I mean, people having been victim of trafficking and sexual violence and exploitation in a very, you know, extreme way. Um, all these causes some traumatisms and fractured memory. So sometimes through art, also through these uh, artworks, you can represent these dreams or these image, images, etc. Um, so um, I'm, I must say, I'm, I was thinking about this film for a long time, and now I thought it was the right moment to show it, because in the current context, with the impact of the pandemic after three years, the economic crisis, wars, climate, uh, the, the continuous movement of uh, my, uh, people leaving their place be because they want a better life or because of wars or because of climate. The conditions uh, of women has been the I mean the inequalities between women and men, the gender inequalities have exacerbated. Um, now there are studies, a lot of studies proving this. And um, I had the impression that due to the pandemic, many activities stopped and uh, uh, for instance in trafficking, uh, women trafficked for sexual exploitation and working in sex, commercial sexual activity, they disappeared. Under the, they were not under the radio, were not the targets of help or support because they were, you know, some of them, they have no papers, they're migrants, they are in a very um, 
vulnerable situation because they fear for their life or for threat in the place where they live if they so for instance what i what struck me that i saw the first reports coming after the pandemic showing oh yes there are less women victim uh, and i said hmm, come on there are less women victim or it was more difficult to to detect women victim and indeed, for them, especially uh, in uh, sexual exploitation, but also in labor exploitation, it has been uh, nearly impossible to, um, you know, to how to say to to look for support, to get you know to to start a proceeding, etc. So they became even more invisible than they are. So I find that it's the good moment to to raise the attention on this and on this uh, invisibilization of certain group of society and women and children. Mostly, they are more than others, and um, because we don't, we cannot forget that seventy percent of the victims of trafficking in Europe they are. They are women. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 68. Yes, yeah, 68. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the four is a child, and 75% of the children are girls. So it's important to take into account the gender dimension of uh, trafficking and exploitation in order to find the, the good solutions. So that's why I'm uh, glad that we are bringing this discussion uh, now at the Rotonda with this film. Um, the director of the film is a filmmaker called Alison Jane Wilson. She's also a, a political scientist and she's, she's worked in the non-profit sector. Our reporter, um, Francisca, spoke with Alison um, and, um, and asked her why um, – sorry – Asked, yeah, she asked her uh, why human trafficking was a particularly relevant subject matter for her personally. So um, I've actually got a clip from uh, from their discussion. So I'll play that now, and then we we can come back. I'm a political scientist by training. I've been very active in the refugee sector for a long time in my native Australia and elsewhere. So it wasn't difficult for me to identify women in precarious situations. What compelled me to act was the sheer scale of women and girls available for paid sexual exploitation in Spain. I found it alarming when I first travelled to Spain 20 years ago. And then when I became a resident, I realised that the problem was even bigger than I had thought initially. Then I began working with criminologists, survivors, frontline workers, everyone you need to, basically, and and then I wrote Exit. That's Alison Jane Wilson um, talking about why why she personally um, is driven to work uh, in the subject matter um, documenting um, victims and survivors of human trafficking. And I'd like to ask the same question to you, Rosa. What kind of drives do you, what drove you to start Time for Equality, and, and and what drives you to keep doing the work that you're doing? Uh, well, before um, starting Time for Equality, I worked at the European Parliament. And I worked for the secretary of the Women's Rights Committee, and I was in charge. And this is where I discovered all these areas. I had, uh, the, I was fortunate to work with members who uh, were dealing with subjects like, you know, gender-based violence and uh, trafficking, uh, exploitation of women, gender mainstreaming, and um, 
in that way, I discovered these uh, areas from the policy, political point of views, but also we had contacts with um, association and with groups, with uh, grassroots movements, uh, with its members. We organized hearings and visits, etc. So it became, uh, um, well, I was, let's uh, say, <laughs> yeah, uh, involved by this because of this, uh, uh, I think, sense of injustice and uh, um, you know, uh, you say to see these uh, structural inequalities um, and this uh, phenomenon, where you know, um, you say there was a lot of uh, commitment and things going on twenty years ago when I was there, and now when I think twenty years after, the situation is getting even worse. <laughs> um, so it, sometimes this is a little bit frustrating. Uh, because you see that for some certain things, there is a risk of backlash for women's rights and things that were considered as acquired, you know, as a right. You see that, for instance, in the States, it's so easy to uh, to lose the rights to the, uh, how do you say, uh, what's it called in English? Uh, well, abortion or to, yeah, yeah and other yeah. right. I mean, to the decide about your body, about pregnancy, about, you know, maternity, etc. Things that have been uh, acquired through uh, fights or movements, really? women's movement. And so, um, and also about trafficking, I would say, uh, what inspired me when I started Time for Equality was once in a conference in London, uh, there was this... Um, uh, he is, he got a um, Nobel Prize for Peace, Sartiati, Indian um, activist who is very much committed in India. He started this movement alone. He went to the to the mines of uh, mineral to rescue children, and he came and spoke, and he brought some of the survivors. And it was such, I mean, the aura that this man <laughs> spread, it really motivated me to know more about trafficking and uh, uh, discovering, I mean, what happens in the other, in other parts of the world, but also here. So it's a personal drive also, yes, mm. that's how I feel. This. I mean, there's no, there's no doubt that it's extremely important work. Um, and it's, it's quite sad to hear you say that things are actually or have gotten worse from when you started working in this area 20 years ago. Um, but I, I can imagine that it's also a very emotionally stressful area to work in. Um, and another question that Francisca asked to the director of the film, Alison, uh, the film that's being screened tomorrow night at Rotonde, was about some of the difficulties um, in working on this film. And if there are any moments uh, where she felt like uh, she was overwhelmed or um, that she, she experienced some difficulties working on this film. Um, so here's what she, sa she had to say about that. There were just so many overwhelming real-life stories. I was recording testimony for three years. What I can definitely tell you is that migrant women and their children are in the least privileged position in society. Many of the women suffered multiple forms of violence together against them. You'll see in exit there was often domestic abuse, sexual abuse or drug addiction already in their lives or they were trafficked by a family member or other people who they trusted implicitly. As a parent and as a mother I found it very very hard to see very young women or girls who had given birth recently. One baby in particular weighed around one kilo 
And these babies are often the result of rape. So the mother is a victim and, and the baby too. This is something we, we talk about in Exit. Uh, Rosa, we just heard Alison there talking about some of the more difficult experiences uh, that she had to confront in making this film. But of course, um, for people in those situations, uh, the stress and the, the struggle is, is unimaginable for, for those of us that haven't had to ha- go through something like that. But do you think it's important that we do confront those stories or, or listen to those stories and come and see films like Exit that you're showing tomorrow in order to, to understand that there are situations like that going on in the world? Yes, and um, especially films like Sexit or also other films that we um, chose in the past because what is important is how the question is framed, the, nar- the narrative. With um, films, the, I mean, there is no violence apparent, you know, they are not sensationalistic, but you, um, uh, you feel the, the the problem. So it's very important how these authors frame and narrate. This is a very important for us too. We don't want, you know, these kind of sensationalistic, you know, films or uh, books where you see a lot of violence in a superficial way. We want people to feel, you know, the connection emotionally without even, you know, really seeing mm-hmm. the horrible things, but feeling them, you know. And the screening tomorrow um, evening is going to be followed by a question and answer session with Alison, the director, who's going to be there. And yes, uh, it's great she will be there. And I'm very happy that she's made the, you know, <laughs> the trip to come to Luxembourg for um, the premiere, Luxembourg premiere of this film. And then there will be also a panel discussion with the three experts from um, um, Jessica Lopez from the Association de Soutien aux Travailleurs Immigrés, who is a big experience in working on the field with migrants, women and men, without papers especially. So she will explain something about this. Um, Stephanie Gardini from uh, Médecin du Monde de Luxembourg, who will give also another aspect because they are in close contact with the vulnerable people here in Luxembourg. And Ambre Schulz from Passerelle. Um, and of course, this would be uh, moderated. Sorry, by journalist uh, Ines Kushet. I'm very grateful that uh, grateful that Ines will moderate this panel. Very rich discussion, I expect. Yeah. Well, um, it sounds uh, like a, a very interesting and, and important event. So thank you for for organising this and put it all together. We've, we're actually running out of time, unfortunately. So I'm going to have to go to the news now. But just to remind people of the details, uh, this is happening tomorrow evening at the Rotonde. It's at 6.30 p.m. Can people book tickets in advance? Yeah, yeah, they must uh, book people <laughs> because the, the room is nearly full. full okay. So it's better to register on the Rotonde website. There is the link. Uh, Rotonde. Yes, or to send an email also to us to have time for equality. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Rosa, thank you very much for coming in to talk to us about that. And best of luck with the event tomorrow and uh, your work with Time for Equality. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank Tom. you.